Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. You good? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcast. This is episode 189 for the week of June 27th, 2021. No, I am not okay, Rage. Uh, welcome, Brian. Welcome, Turo. Welcome, Maddie. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the live show. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man. Well, there we go. A little, little spark there at the end. A little spark. That was good. That was good. The man who is rooting for the Habs. Yeah. Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this uh, maybe rainy? I don't know if it's going to rain again. It might rain again. Yeah. Monday evening. I'm I'm doing fine. That's good. Fine. I'm missing the Habs game right now because it's on. Yeah. So for those here. for those who are joining us for the live show right now, not you're you're not only missing the the game one of the Stanley Cup final. You're also missing uh, what I imagine is going to start soon. Um, the Phoenix Suns going up against the Clippers in a conference final. Wait, the Suns moved on? Yeah, the Suns are. Um, the Suns need one more win against the Clippers in order to make it to the NBA Finals. They're up three-one right now. Uh, so the the Phoenix Suns could move on. Uh, Brian says everyone dying in a hundred plus degree weather. And you're talking about rain unsubbing. Turo says first time I ever caught live stream. Finally. Hey, welcome. Glad to have you. And then we do some weird shit like that in the beginning. I was going to say, just wait, just wait. Things get fucked, fucked here, but you know, (laughs) not people, just things. We fuck things here. (laughs) (laughs) We're leaving. We're done. All right, cool. Um, Jesus. But yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah the phoenix suns are currently facing off against the la clippers um and the clippers really i mean both of them played really poorly their last game that they had but the suns were able to win it um so yeah they need one more win and they're on to the nba finals if they if they can clutch this one up tonight sweet and then it's the uh it's the atlanta hawks against the milwaukee bucks on the other side um and it's where the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks should win easily, but they haven't been winning easily except for game two. Game two, they won handily, but that's besides the point. I really like the Suns city jersey, the, the alternate. Looks, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. Good. Yeah, I agree. Um, Truro says, I just keep up with the podcast and Apple Podcasts or through Twitter. Well, hell yeah. Thank you very much for listening, and also thank you for checking us out here tonight. Suns and Bucks should be a good final. Hopefully Bucks make it. I love how the Hawks made it as far as they did. But uh, yes, I, I hate the Clippers. And this is coming from somebody who doesn't pay a lot of attention to basketball, who who just started really getting into it this year. Um, but like, I don't like the Clippers at all. So I would love to see this, the the Suns make it as well. Um, so yeah, Suns, Bucks, Suns, Bucks could be an amazing final. Um. Brian says, Sun's getting the easiest ride to the finals ever. Are you sure, though? I know Kawhi's not playing, but, like, are we for sure right now? I don't believe in um, uh, playoff P. 
He's not playoff Pete, but I don't believe in him. Clippers and Nets fuck them both. You know, that whole, like, Will, we talked about making the super team. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, and the Nets were that. And then, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> AD was out, Murray was out, Leonard is out, cakewalk. <laughs> hey, I mean, I mean, for what it's worth, you saw what happened last game, I hope. Both teams played fucking not great. Fuck the Clippers, those sons all the way. Hell yeah, fuck the Clippers. Jesus. You know, I will say this, though. I think KD, Kevin Durant, um, gets a lot of hate, a lot of undeserved hate. Yeah, he kind of seems like he'd be like a whiny bitch, but at the same time, like he is one of the greatest of all time, and people put so many words in his mouth. Like, just listen to what he says. Like, fucking let the man talk. Let the man use his Twitter because he he goes he goes a little off on Twitter sometimes. It's funny. Cheryl says, I'm a Lakers fan, though, so I will hold judgment on the super team. Hey, that's all good, man. The one and only sports jersey that I own, the one and only, is a um, LeBron James jersey from the their, their championship win last year. That's the one and only sports jersey that I own because I, I, love, what, I love what LeBron stands for, not just in basketball, but in greater areas. So... But fuck the Clippers. All right. Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? Sure. Tournaments! I have a null cap, so I might as well go go all in, you know? Why not? Another deeper look into Halo Infinite gameplay speculations. Guess what, Will? One of them is not fun. Because of course not. And again, this is all... I'm going to say this at the top of the show, and then I'll say it later on in the show too. But all of this is speculation on things we have seen that is subject to change. Okay? None of what we saw is set in stone. So everything's subject to change. We're just speculating on what we saw. That is that. Um, And then a deep dive into Halo Infinite customization and waypoint changes. So, Toro says, fuck LeBron on the basketball front, though. He's too damn good. Ooh, I, I thought you were going to go in a completely separate section with that tour. I was scared for a second. I was genuinely scared. Also, I'm uh, fucking fucked up already. Beth with the 14 month resub along with Dave with the 14 month resub. Thank you guys so much. You guys get a woo and a woo. There it is. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. Beth, Dave, hope you guys are having a great night as well. And then uh, we had some follows that took place over the past few days so we'll get to those at the end of the show as well awesome hell yeah will it's time for some competitive news <laughs> what was that <laughs> the button didn't go off i second guessed myself and i had to like readjust mid you know oh fuck my it we're there god. competitive news oh my god dave says only be here for a bit stuck at work hey it's all good i understand uh beth says hope you guys are having a good one too fuck yeah beth we are um also Brian said, Brian, I, I mentioned this earlier, but Brian said everyone died in 100 plus degree weather and you're talking about rain. Well, you know, we've had 90 plus degree weather here for God knows how long. Yes, it, we have AC. We had like a two week string of yeah. like 90 plus. Yeah. So I feel for everybody that's in Seattle, that's in, um, that's in what, Austin and other Texas areas. Excuse me. Like I feel for them. Trust me because you guys, they don't have the infrastructure Texas, they do like, but I don't know. I, I don't know the Texas situation as I see the Seattle situation or the, the Washington situation where uh, I read a graphic where they are the lowest um, 
percentage wise of households having AC units because they don't need them. Sure. And now because of guess what? Climate change. It's real. Fucking all people that don't believe in it, but whatever, like because of all the shit that's happening, like we're having record breaking heat waves in, in States and areas of the country and around the world that just don't see this type of shit. And it's scary. Like it's scary. Um, Brian says, I have an air conditioner less than a foot away from me. That is my best friend. I, Hey, I wish, I wish everybody the best that is dealing with all this shit, regardless of where you are in the country or the world. I, I feel for you. It's not fun. We in Minnesota, like we're privileged. We, we dealt with this for so long that we have things in place to make living more comfortable, I guess you could say. Um, but for those that don't, I'm it's, it's devastating because you're just not used to it. And no one wants to try to function in that type of heat. And then in Texas with the snow situation over the winter, like that was just climate change is real. Look into it. All right. Competitive news. Like we said, play group ball sets up for the final event. This is by rage more nerd. Hey, he's in the chat. This is from their discord, by the way. It's time to get things started for the fourth and final event of DJ Blue PDX's Griffball Summer Series presented by DreamHack and powered by Play Griffball. The final event is different from the first three in the fact that this time we're running a classic event instead of a draft. This means you can sign up with your friends and a full roster of four. While the setup is set to be classic, the game type is in the hands of the community as we're opening up a poll to determine which game type we will be using. The options on the poll are Halo 3, Halo Reach, Vanilla and Dash, and Halo 4. Hey, play Griffball community. If you're listening to this show, let me tell you, there's this phenomenal competitive game out there. It's called Halo 4. You know, you should pick that one. All right. You feel me? Good. The voting will be done via ranked choice, which means you'll be able to rank all four game types from your most preferred to your least preferred. The link to the poll is below. It's also in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes in chat. The voting period started now and runs through 11.59 p.m. PST on Thursday, July 1st. You don't have a lot of time to vote, folks. You can only vote once. Signups open next Saturday. More info to come over the week. There you go. Brian says clipping that. Thank you. Fuck. Ben says Texas is just stupid. Ton of us have AC, but our uh, creepy electric or crappy, yes, I said creepy. Our crappy electrical grid is like uh, Goldilocks. Can't function when it's too cold. Can't function when it's too hot. But absolutely, I feel for those in areas where AC isn't common. That freaking sucks, and it's legit scary. Absolutely. Next news story. Blue Team Tournament's Road to Infinite Halo 2 anniversary dates have been announced. This is by Blue Team TO. And I included the graphic, but I'll, I'll tell them for you, too. Qualifier number one will be on July 11th with the second qualifier taking place on July 18th and the championship on July 25th. Another tournament announcement, this time by Jesse Sayo. He states, I'm happy to announce our next LLH3 draft tournament. July 16th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the draft with July 17th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the tournament taking place. Sign up sheet in the form is below. Also in the Google Doc, the show notes of the show, $20 entry. We're welcome to all donations and sponsors for this tournament to increase the prize pool. So if you have the means and you want to donate, please do. And then the final competitive news story of the week. SWAT Nation announces new members. This is by SWAT Nation over on Twitter. And I quote, Sheeny Plays is being added to the support staff and Phobia is being added as a tournament organizer. Congratulations to you two. Looking forward to the work that you're going to do with the team. 
SWAT Nation, great group of gents and gentle ladies and everybody. That's it for the competitive news. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by none other than Maddie Rums NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for other Halo sports needs. But uh, still no merch. On Friday, July 2nd, we have the Reload Entertainment Studios Halo 3 2v2 and the Cure Rare Disease Halo 2 Throwback Tournament. That's going to be a good one. Make sure to stay tuned for that. On Saturday, July 3rd, we have the Tempered Chaos Halo 5 2v2 and the Halo Frisbee Community Halo 5 4v4 Frisbee Tournament. Those are taking place on Saturday. You may have noticed that I didn't mention on Sunday the Esports Arena Halo 5 event. Because they're done. They we'll, are. We'll get, we'll get to that in a second, though. And that's it for your upcoming turns of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Did you know that you can go to NoobCombo.com right now and check out everything for your Halo eSports needs? But if you want merch, don't go there. Go to HCSProTalk.com and click on the merch button where you can find our merch. Because Maddie ain't got that shit yet. Will, what do we got next? Rustermania! Yeah, we got some Rustermania finally. Ooh. Uh, we're going to go through the GT Halo Grassroots Cup rosters, and we'll even have some results for you later on. Oh, it's like foreshadowing. So here we go. Here are the teams. Uh, team Saiyan included, uh, obviously, Saiyan, Heinz, Echidna, and Crossman. Team Penguin was Penguin, uh, Div360, Anfernee, and Bobetta Feta. We had Team Druck, which was Druck, Clutch, Monza, and Hugh, Hugh Moran. Uh, Team Musa, Musa, Pixel Flare, Stress, and Nafberger. Team Batchford was Batchford, Muggsy, Callus, and Dinashawn. Team Ryan Noob, obviously Ryan Noob, Snickerdoodle, Shyway, and Crazy Miller. Gold Star BR's team included himself. Kubli, Proximity, and Maddie Rums. A. Wummy! And then Team Swish was Swish, Dursky, No Pro Angel, and Trespass. Guys, I don't know if you noticed this, but Maddie was in there. Th th that he was. Maddie, uh, before you even get to the tournament results, Maddie already says, Yes, I got first rounded. I know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Hey, it's all good. Uh, so let's just, should we just move on and run through it? Hold on one second. Dave says, I'm free from work. Will, I'm off till Monday. We got a Valor rant. You guys have a great night. You have a great night too, Dave. And yes, we do need a Valor rant. Brian says, wait, which round? I think first round, actually. Will, you want to run through the tournament league recaps for the week? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we'll start off with the GT Halo one since we just did the announcement mm -hmm. or the rosters. So here we go and through seventh, eighth. Uh, <laughs> You're just really going to do them. You're going to do them like that. All right. Team Gold Star BR. <laughs> the Gold Star BR, Mr. Matty Rums, Proximity and Kubli. And then Team Batchford, Batchford, Dinah, Sean, Callis, and Muggsy. 
I'm surprised they didn't make it further, to be honest. I know that I think I believe Maddie told me that they did go up against Team Saiyan right away, Ooh, which is a hard. pretty stacked team. That's really hard. You literally have a former pro and a current pro. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay. two of the two of the best in the game. A kid does no slouch either. Yep. Crossman isn't either, but like literally a former pro and a current pro. Man. All right. In fifth and sixth, we had Team Musa. Musa, Pixel Flare, Stress, and Napper. I just read these teams. And also Team Druck. Druck, Clutch, Monza, and Humoran. Doesn't mean we can't run through them again. In fourth was Team Ryan Noob. Ryan Noob, Shyway, Snickerdoodle, and Crazy Miller. To third was Team Swish. Swish, Trespass, No Pro Angel, and Dirksy. Dirk Easy. Whatever he wants. Isn't that? Wait. Never mind. Go ahead. Second went to Team Penguin. Penguin, Div. Anthony and Bobetta Feta, and first went to Team Saiyan, Saiyan, Heinz, Echidna, and Crossman. So, yeah. Maddie was uh, first rounded by the the winner, so at least there's that. Welcome, uh, Tommy Westside. I uh, said, I heard we got to play Halo 4. He said, Word, I voted for it. Fuck yeah, let's go. Nice. <laughs> let's go, dude. Holy shit. The most, un- the most non competitive. HCS wise guys, th- this, there's a reason why Brian clipped that shit because I said that it was a competitive Halo game when we all know it's not in the HCS side of things. Extraction was cool. It needs to come back in some form or another, but like, come on people, people shit on Halo for way too much. And I, I don't think it, it deserves the amount of hate that it gets, but that's besides the point. Go ahead. Will. what else we got? All right. We have the pen Halo three, two V two number three in fourth place was Forgetful Hummingbirds, and okay. it was Nikoski and Bob the Demigod. Third went to GMS, Catastrophe and Fantasy. Second, Goober Life, Porky J, and Life Alert. And first went to Tusk, which was Tusk and Trippy. Hell yeah. Uh, what's up, Lord? Welcome. And then uh, R- Brian says, you can take your context and fuck off. Halo 4, best grip ball. I'm not disagreeing with you. I agree that I believe Halo 4 is the best grip ball. You can throw the ball, can't you? I'm pretty sure you can, right? Like, I thought it just added an extra layer of complexity. In all seriousness. Um, Turo says, I actually enjoyed Halo 4 competitive for uh, for what it was worth. Something different with Extraction. Extraction's fucking awesome. What's up, Nihilus? So does Hammer Launching? Dude, fucking Halo 4, best Halo. Let's go. Oh, Hammer Launching in H3? Oh, my bad. Sorry. Halo 4 is still the best one. Just saying. We'll take it away. Speaking of Griffball, we have DJ Blue PDX Griffball Summer Series. This one was Halo 3. Fourth went to Nightfall. Third, JYC. Second, Egg Dogs. Egg Dogs. And first went to Bogo Mards. Bogo. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. You linked yup. It's uh, funny. So contacts before the show. Uh, my computer had to update, which is why we were a half hour late. Yeah. It was like, do it now or it's going to do it in an hour no matter what. So like, all right, let's go. I was scrolling through TikTok and there was a TikTok of Bogo Marks. Bogo Marks. And it just, yep, brought it all back around. Uh, Toro says, but, uh, Halo 4 maps were complete shit though. Besides one, don't remember the name though. Haven perhaps, but I agree. Halo 4 maps were not good. Lord says those red and blue Spartan helmets, where can I buy them? Yo, this is not a sponsor. But uh, I got him at the good old Wally World, a.k.a. Walmart, I think. Right? Yes. Yes, I did. 
Supposedly, there's a Master Chief one, like a green one. And another one. Wasn't there like a yellow one? It was like yellow, yeah. Yeah. So I saw the Master Chief green one, but I never saw the yellow one. So apparently, there's a yellow one. Haven is it? Hey, not a problem, man. It is the the best four map by far. That they should never have brought into five. Right. But then they fucking, oh, oh, mercy's not good in five. Mercy is not good in five. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, keep going. Well, uh, yeah, I got a couple more tournaments here. Blue team tournaments, rainbow road, halo two FFA championship. And we'll just run through them all. And eighth was Ryan Noob. Seventh, are you freaking me? I love that name so much. Are you freaking me? <laughs> Sixth went to Prawn. Fifth, Rage. Wait. 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 Uh, fourth was Stoodle Pop. It's a good name, too. Third went to Blizz. Second, Porky J. And first went to Gunshot. It wasn't King Nick this time. Did he play? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, that or he didn't make it. Um... Zero says, didn't they bring it back for a tribe? Yeah, that was Mercy. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. Mercy's a garbage ass map. All right, then the last tournament I have here, Esports Arena Halo 5 4 4 Like Josh mentioned before, it is the last one as of now. Yes, they said for, yeah, you're right. I think they said either for the time being or for now. Yep. And we'll run through them all since it's the last one. Why not? Oh, I like it. In seventh through eighth, we had Free Matt Hancock, which was Mista, Marine Outcast, and Sticka. The other seventh and eighth team was Portos or Potros. I think it was Potros. Potros. I think so. It's Lure, Resort. This freaking Oh name. my God. They put, both of, they put three really bad names in that team. Fifth and sixth. We got Fire and Ice, Bullet, uh, Critical Warrior, Magico, and Noble. Kind of like that critical, the way it's pretty good. Because you, can, you know what that is. Yeah. I like that. Okay. And then we also had a Virginia Velocity, which was uh, Carmea, Swish, Simply Fear Me, and Mortality. Fourth place went to Flyers, Commonly, Envor, Rhinoob, and Super CC. Third went to KCP, Druck, Soul, Snipe, Tolik, and Manny. Second, Gambichos, Atto, uh, Chester, Drift, and Tapping Buttons. Kind of like Chester the way that is, too. Hmm. My mind at first, when I first read it, was like Cheester. Yep, I'm me like, too. Oh, okay, but no. Yep. Uh, first place went to a dozen deviled eggs. Wow. Where do you get these names from? No idea, but it was Saiyan, Pistola, Penguin, and Trippy. Did somebody, was was somebody just like, yeah, fucking made deviled eggs over the weekend. Fucking a dozen of them. Oh, that's a great team name. Who, who the fuck comes who up knows? with that? Who knows? Oh. It's at the point where, like, they can't compete under their... Uh, Org's name because it's not. They're probably only signed for whatever. But anyway, sure. Let's just come up with a random name, and that's what they. What they did. I just want to know. That's all. But what are you going to do? Um, Turo says, "Have you guys put any thought about having a community tournament? We uh, tourney. We talked about it on Twitter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I said it. And I said, hold on, because I think the point still holds true, right?" I don't know what was said. You didn't see my reply? Hold on. Did we get added? Yeah, we did. Give me a moment. Oh, I have my, my personal Twitter up on this computer. Yeah. Go ahead and find it. Yeah. See what it says. 
So Turo says, how come HTS Pro Talk hasn't made their own community tournament? I replied, thank you so much. Uh, we had uh, we had one quite some time ago. We even casted it for fun. Yeah. Um, and I've always had it in the back of our heads to do another one down the road. So what we're, what we're basically saying is it's in the cards. It's in the cards. Yeah. We, we, it's, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Do we just wait for infinite? I mean, that's. Should we just say that? I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Do, we, do we have our Halo 5 send-off? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe we do. We've, we've always had the idea of having another one, um, and it's always in the back of our heads to do another one. We have an ideas sheet that we that we add to, and it's on there. Like it, so it will happen. It's we see to figure out when, and what, and how, <laughs> and who, and where, <laughs> and where, and, and really why, and what time. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do like everything surrounding it. Yo, Big Flex Four sponsored by HCS Pro Talk. Woody, what's up, dude? Fuck yeah, man! Let's bring back the Big Flex Four FFAs. Holy moly, let's do that. I, I'm I, in. I also had the idea of doing like the because we for our community play dates every other week yeah. we do custom games and we have some crazy game types in there. Yes. And doing like a custom game Olympics event, which would be really fun. At least I think it would be. I don't know about everyone else. We're doing a paintball only tournament. Oh boy. Well, I heard that there's a map we got to do. It's a cyberpunk map or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll cue that up. Blade runner. Cy- not cyberpunk blade runner. Thank you, Maddie. It was cool and fun. Maddie, you played in the tournament. If there were other cool and fun maps slash game types that you would that you think would do well in a community playdate, send them my way, please. Turo says throw it for a spin three v three. We should do uh we should do a multi team tournament. I'm kidding. Or like the three v three v three with the like we get the bananas running around with the bananas. Yeah, B A N A N A S. Um. I fucking hate Gwen Stefani, but that's oh. also besides the point. Oof. I have nothing against her. I, b- I bet she's a perfectly fine human being. I just don't like her music, but whatever. Actually just joined the Discord. Uh, not sure why I didn't sooner. Hey, Woody, it's okay. Need more people that play Halo? Well, you know, we do sometimes. We do sometimes. <laughs> We're really just like waiting, you know? MCC doesn't do it for me anymore. Five doesn't do it for me anymore I'm just fucking waiting what duck hunts is a game five decider hey we do duck hunt a lot in <laughs> we do play date. we do it's a fun time um it's a fun time also uh for folks who don't know we do run community play dates every friday but it's your wife's birthday coming up oh yeah so we're not going to be doing a community play date this friday um what i'm thinking we do is we we do thursday this week i'm thinking it's up in the air right now, but maybe we'll do Thursday this week for the community play date. Um, so yeah. And like I said, Maddie, if you have, I know you just fucking threw that emote at me, but if you have other cool, um, fun and cool game types and maps from that tournament that you thought really worked well, send them my way and we can do, we can put them in the community play date rotation. So 
Oh, and then uh, Justin said, sorry, guys, we'll be missing tonight. Stanley Cup Finals. Have a great stream. I'll listen this week. Hey, I figured. Justin, I just want to let you know when you're listening to the audio version or, or going back and watching the VOD of this, we love you. We completely understand. It's it's your guys in there. It's your boys. Yeah, if it was like the wild plan, I'd be like, uh-huh, the show's not happening. You'd just be, like, you, you'd just be at home right now watching. You'd be, you'd be in there. You'd be out in the living room watching. I'd be sitting in here just fucking trying to do the show. You hear me just scream? Yup. Oh, how's it going in there? Oh, my God. That'd be well, fucking awesome. Everyone. I like that shit. I like it. Um, Chiro says, how do I get involved in this community play date? Uh, if you're not in the Discord already, be in the Discord. Exclamation point Discord in the chat. Uh, and we, like I, we have a, we have a community play date, uh, channel in there. Um, and I just post like when we're going to do it, whether it's going to be MCC or halo five. Uh, yeah, just, just be there. There's, there's will putting, putting it in the fucking chat. There you go. Right there. Love it. All right. I'm really sorry. We're getting off topic. Let's get to the literal topic of the show. Halo Infinite gameplay speculations continue. Okay, so again, I really didn't cue this up well enough, but uh, go to the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes in the chat if you're watching live. And again, if you were if you were listening to the audio version of the show or watching the VOD, I apologize in advance. Um, we're going to talk about some gameplay speculations that were shown off a little bit more in depth. This is not new gameplay. This is the same um, multiplayer trailer and Vidoc that everybody has access to. Everybody can watch and everybody can slow down and take it as they will. Um, so Kevin cool X put out a video that said four new halo infinite multiplayer features revealed grenade hit markers, halo infinite news. Okay. This is a YouTube video that they put up. Um, see you later, Brian. Have a great night. Love you. Enjoy bowling bowl. That perfect 300, uh, Turo says, appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. Hey, thank you. So two big ones here. Okay. The, the only two I want to talk about, but the other ones we've hit on exhaustively in the previous episodes of the show. So first one. And again, if you want to follow along, if you go, if you type exclamation point show notes in the chat, if you're watching live, uh, we have the link to the YouTube video in there. You can go in there. You can slow it down. You can do whatever you want to do, but here we go. Will, it looks like grenade hit markers are actually back in full form according to the, uh, the Vidoc. Okay. Again, I said this at the beginning of the show, but I'll say it again. This is all subject to change gameplay footage. Okay. None of this is set in stone. We we're only speculating based off of what we saw off the pre, uh, th this stuff that's been shown. Okay. All subject to change. Kevin slowed down the video. It's when the it's when the Spartan takes out OS after storing it and it's about to pop it but dies. Okay. During that moment, the Spartan killing the other one that has O that has OS banked uh shoots the bulldog a few times and throws a grenade. Okay. When the grenade explodes, you do see hit markers. They do happen. It is clearly shown. You did have to slow it down a lot, but it was clearly shown. It wasn't a bullet that was hitting them that showed the hit markers. It was the grenade explosion hitting the Spartan, which caused the hit markers to pop up. 
So based off this pre-release gameplay footage that we saw, it looks like it's there. Have we seen hit markers like that anywhere else, or was that the only instant? I, based off of my knowledge, just that instance. And the Spartan died, right? No, the Spartan died after being shot again. Because he was about to, he, he was about to pop it, and then he bulldogged him again, and he died. To be honest, I at this point, it's been in be, Halo Five. To be blunt, like I don't give a shit. Like the it could have well been an early build that was changed. Yes, it could be in social and not in competitive. Yep. We just don't know. This um, we can. It, it's going to be what it's going to be. There's not much we can do now, and we haven't played it. We haven't played it. So who the fuck knows? So the other one, now this one wasn't clearly shown, except it kind of was. So supposedly, I'm still questionable about this one. Yeah. So supposedly what happened was a Spartan was able to store the flag, like pick up the flag, right? And then store it in a secondary weapon slot which made it so you could use your primary weapon, in this case, an AR. In all the clips that were shown, it was the AR being used. In all the clips that were shown, there was no sprinting. Do you think maybe it's just an AR that you get? Because it's close range, right? Mm -hmm. You can't, you know, like in H5, you got to flag them. You could shoot someone across map. Yeah. Technically. Oh, so overpowered. So... Maybe the AR is meant to be that, like, hey, let's give you something to defend yourself with. You move slower. You can't sprint with the flag. But you get something to try to fight if someone comes up on you. To play devil's advocate? Okay. I understand. And if that's the way it's implemented, all right. I can live with it. The other part of me not playing devil's advocate, just my other opinion, is... I'm, I'm of a, I'm more of a mindset of if you pick up the flag, that's it. You can drop it, of course, by all means, but if you have it, that's all you have because you're in my mind, you're trying to like, if I was the enemy team, I wouldn't want the person having the flag to have any type of, this is going to be a really dumb use of this word, but any type of advantage when having the flag. Okay. And this is just coming from a competitive mindset. It's that if you, if I, if I'm with my three teammates and I'm running in there, we have a strategy set up. We get four dead or three dead, or maybe even two dead. And we start making an advancement, right? We get the flag. Then like, I would expect the other team to not have to think about worrying about the person with the flag because me as the team well, getting the flag should be put at a disadvantage because we have the objective in hand. Let me, did it really hinder you that much in five? Well, yeah, because you have the flagnum and it's infinite ammo. Yeah, but like it, and it's the same, it's the same range and everything as the normal pistol. Did it really change? Like if you're like, yeah, if, it can set okay. up incredible plays. Which isn't a bad thing necessarily. Okay, so let me let me put it this way though. Sure. Uh, in five, you just drop the flag to fight no matter what. Right? If you need to get in a fight with the flag, you just drop it and fight it out. That's what you should be doing. 
well, should's a relative term. It sure. depends on the situation that you're in. But if you wanted to use abilities, then yes. Right. Here, in, in this is going to, you put the flag on your back, you pull out your AR, you're moving slower. It, you're technically at a disadvantage to someone who's going to have a BR or better weapon. You're still at you a would disadvantage. Think. You would disadvantage think. Depending on how strong the AR is. <laughs> but no, I agree. I agree. If you're if you're using a close range weapon and another person's using a medium to long range weapon, you should lose that fight. Yeah, I still should. think it puts you at a disadvantage, and it it kind of, I think honestly, if you just have the AR, it encourages you not to, not to bank it, not to put it on your back. Right, and Maddie says we aren't sure how fast and slow you move with the flag either. Absolutely, right. right. And again, we don't even know if you're able to sprint in social because every clip we've seen, you don't, unless it's BTB. Every Every clip we've seen, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, every clip we've seen that has been a normal 4v4 map, I have not seen a Spartan sprint with the flag. Not yet. We've seen them move slower. At least from last episode, what I thought was the Spartan moving slower until they banked, until they capped it, and then I thought I saw an increase in speed. I might not have, but I thought I did. So, I honestly think what it was a kind of illusion with the increasing in speed because I mean, if you do move slow with the flag, as soon as he banked it, he would then would begin to move faster. Right. But then you also had the, the light come out from the, the bank. Right. So it could have just been an optical illusion. Yeah. I don't know. All I'd say is I hope you'd move slower. I I'll just, I'll put a blanket statement on this regardless of whatever we get. Okay. Whatever we get in the game, I'm going to put a blanket statement on it for me. Okay. I want the flag carrier to be put at a type of disadvantage for having the flag. Whatever that disadvantage is, I don't care. Moving slower, whatever. It can be one disadvantage. I don't care. But just have a type of disadvantage for having the flag in your hand. Sure. And I'll just say, like, we can speculate all we want, and people are going to break this down. Well, the... We've already seen a lot of people. We've seen it a down. lot of. There's a lot of speculation, and we're just not going to know until we play the game. Um, you can kind of relate everything to previous Halos, but I've said it multiple times. What Halo game is exactly like the other? None of them. None no. of them are. No. So we're getting something where things might work where we're not too used to, or they might not. But this truly, based off the footage that we've seen, and all pre-release, all subject to change. But based off of all the footage that we've seen, it really does seem like this is a like amalgamation of all of them in one. Maybe not so much H1, but like I don't think I've seen anything that would relate it to H1. Like there's no uh, I don't think we saw any fall damage, but the, then again, we didn't see many people falling. The I mean No health packs, I don't think. I don't think we saw health packs. I think it's all shield based again. Yeah, we don't know. Huh. Yeah, I don't think anything would relate to. Unless the spawn system sucks, in which case, then, hey, it's a direct uh. relation. <laughs> We're going to talk about Halo 1 spawns at the tail end of the show. Not in a bad way either, like in a good way. So Silas will be proud. But yeah, I'm, I'm anxious. I'm anxious, nervous, and excited to see more, not just in general, but like more about the potential of storing the flag. Um, yeah. And like you said, the grenade hit markers, from a competitive standpoint, it it definitely detracts. But really, 
I'm I'm like that. I'm more of a mindset that who gives a shit. Like, like I know from a competitive standpoint, I get it. Like it, it kind of it, it it may reveal too much information in that set, but again, who who really care? Who cares? Who cares? Fuck it. And honestly, I believe. I believe at this point, a lot of the settings will be interchangeable for yes. competitive. They keep touting everything. So many things are customizable. Yeah. So Not just your Spartan. And they're going to show off everything social right now because that's who they're trying to appeal to. The money maker. So. Yeah. Because that's shit free now. <laughs> buy our skins. No, just buy. <laughs> buy the battle passes and then buy the skins. There you go. We're going to talk about that stuff later on too. All right, well, yep. With that, let's get into some regular news. In progress matchmaking coming to MCC. Fucking please. This is by uh Ezel. Probably just mispronounced it. I apologize. But they say on the Xbox Twitch stream today, they mentioned that join in progress for MCC matchmaking is something on their radar for general matchmaking quality of life. I definitely think this is one of the most important features they could implement. Well, Ezel, if I said that correctly, I agree. Because why the fuck is it still not in the game? I don't know. Jesus Christ. Um, Turo says, uh, reason for hit markers is to make it more appealing to younger and newer audiences coming to Halo. Yes, absolutely. And like, like I said, even from the competitive standpoint, I don't fucking care. And if it can be turned off, then it can be turned off. And if not, then fuck it. Deal with it. Next one. Increased MCC player lobbies. This is by Mint Blitz. He states, 343 Industries is doing investigations on increased player counts beyond 16 players for Halo MCC, up to 40 to 60 players potentially. Rip everybody playing on an original Xbox One. Rip every single person playing on an original Xbox One. Or One S. Frame Drop City. Or One X. Fuck it. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Whew. New HCS grassroots nameplate has been revealed. This by HCS, and they state, you know the drill, new season, new exclusive goods. Along with the latest MCC update comes this animated HCS nameplate, Victory. For details on how to earn it, follow our partnered creators and stay tuned. It looks pretty nice, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's classy. Not over the top. I like the gold. I like gold. Okay. Is that too old of reference? It might be. Shit. Next up, SPV3 update. This is by SPV3. Beth says, that sounds like torture, even without the frame rate issues. I agree. Maddie says, Josh with a movie reference? (laughs) (sighs) Yep. Saw Fast 9 over the weekend. We'll talk about that later, too. With the release of the new MCC Halo CE tools, we're announcing an end to the SPV3 project. We'll have one update to an issue, which will have some more firefight maps as well as a launcher and installer update, but new projects are ready are already underway for MCC. More details to come. So to everybody at the SPV3 team, thank you so much for your continued work. Uh, SPV3 is fantastic, and everybody should play it. <laughs> when he says, can I paint these you who gold? No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. 
I'm glad someone someone knew. Halo Cannon Fodder by Grim Brother One. I just want to say this part because this kind of ties into Halo Infinite story. So crossing the river, kicking things off today, we're excited to announce the next novel in this universe we all love, Halo the Rubicon Protocol, penned by our stellar staple mate, Kelly Gay. In her last novel, Halo Point of Light, Kelly made a pit stop out of the surface of Zeta Halo while on a galactic uh, gallivanting tour with our favorite Mar- uh, Meritor-class spacecraft and its daring denizens. That's a sentence. This time, our popular pen pal is headed back to Installation 07, but on a very different mission and with a very different cast of characters. As you may have been piecing together throughout previous trailers and information drops, Halo Infinite's campaign begins roughly six months after UNSC forces were ambushed at Zeta Halo. During that time, the UNSC has been mounting resistance on a shorn fragment of the ring, desperately trying to hold out long enough for for hope to arrive. In Halo, the Rubicon Protocol, you'll get a unique glimpse of humanity's struggle to survive against amidst a growing banished occupation that takes place in that period. To be clear, this adventure stands on its own, but if you find yourself enjoying the, and eager to learn more about uh, some of the scattered stories you might encounter while playing the game, then Halo, the Rubicon Protocol right, will be right up your alley when it drops next March. And then also, Spartan Lorette, her name is Spartan Lorette Agrinia. Okay. A-G-R-Y-N-A is pronounced Agrinia. Sure. So yeah, a Lorette Agrinia, that Agrinia. is her name. Okay, Will, I apologize in advance, but fuck it. Here we go. Inside Infinite by 343 Industries. Believe it or not, I did trim this down. So... The point of shut the fuck up. The point of this article is to go is to uh, discuss more about the customization, um, the battle pass, the live service model of the game, and updates to Halo Waypoint. So I took questions that dealt specifically with those things, and like I said, I did trim this down. So here we go. How will Halo Infinite function as a live game? And what role will seasons have as part of that? Ryan Paradis states, seasons are the core container or framework for the content we'll be delivering to our players. It's a concept they should be familiar with in MCC already, but for our new players, it's pretty simple. Roughly every three months, we're going to kick off a new season. This comes with a ton of updates, new gameplay content, new events, new systems, new customizations, new progressions, new, new, new. And as you'll see in this blog, We're really excited by the work the Halo Waypoint team is doing to bring your Spartan seasonal journey to the web and mobile app. Chris Blom states, We are focused on adding to the player experience every season. We'll look at what worked and see if we want to do more of it. If something did not work, we'll learn from it and do better in the future. We want to experiment, learn, and listen with every release and make the game better for everybody. Also, it should be noted that along with progression and customization pieces, seasons will also debut big, and small features that make the game a larger, more fun experience. So there's quite a bit to unpack there. But before we dive into specifics for events, customization, and progression, I want to discuss the quarterly model with you first. Why did we decide on this time period between larger updates and the obvious question from a community manager, do we have to wait three months to fix issues that may arise? Ryan states, so we decided on roughly three months because it gives players a good amount of time to experience and explore the seasonal content, without it getting tiresome and without constantly pulling the rug from under our players. We want to ensure that there's always a fresh and fun reason to be playing Halo Infinite. 
but that the things they know and love will be around for more than a heartbeat. For reference here, folks, this is not in the article, but for reference, Halo MCC seasons are roughly two months. Okay, so you get an extra month in Infinite is what it sounds like. And you absolutely do not need to wait three months for bug fixes. We're going to have to prioritize fixes on our end, of course. Not everything will be fixed immediately, but we have the infrastructure to deploy fixes pretty rapidly once we solve them on our end. And of course, player feedback will continue to play a key role in identifying opportunities and shaping our priorities as Halo Infinite grows and evolves over time. Chris states, there's one note from Ryan in regard to seasons that I'd like to jump in on. We want players to have cool content, activities, events, and rewards over the course of the season, but we don't want to demand that players play a ton of hours every week for, of the season to complete everything. We want players having fun in Halo, not grind it like it's a job. So, Will, yeah, I've seen that statement in some way, shape, or form for other live service games all the time. What I'm hoping is that 343 really does stick to their word on this. Yeah. Because you and I have dropped off Destiny again. It, yeah. I'm, I think I'm officially, like, done with it now. Done, done. And that's that's fine. It's just because it feels like there's just too much of a grind in place and there's not enough to do. The, the problem or is... Or not enough good content to do, really. Right. I don't want to, like... Call it lazy in the game or whatnot, but the missions that are like, you know, you get a you get a, like a weapon blueprint, then you go get a hundred kills for this, and then you you find out more stuff through whatever. Right. They need to have more of it in the core. Yeah. The main storyline missions, and they can't make it all about bounties, and they can't make the seasonal event be the same seasonal event just reskinned every single time. And I've heard that this season has done a lot better, but just. Regardless, I, I've I've seen this statement of we don't want you to feel like you have to grind to get something or you have to grind your way through the battle pass. I've seen it so many times. I just hope that they're able to actually capitalize on that. Yeah. Um. So, gotcha. That's really good context to have. Now, let's dive into another part of your earlier answer, which touched on events. What kind of events and how many events will players will be able to expect per season? Chris states... For season one, think of events as fun things for the players to experience and get rewarded. Almost every week, we'll mix up the activities that are presented to the player. Certain big weeks will feature events that have new activities and specific reward tracks, free reward tracks. We'll provide more details on specific events before launch, but be on the lookout for a special event type with specific thematic rewards called a fracture. The battle pass and other main vectors will supply cannon customization. The Fracture, in some events, will at times lean into things further afield, like the Yoroi, Yoroi armor shown in the multiplayer trailer. Okay. So it sounds like special events will will deal with things not necessarily canon, I guess you could say, while other things will be, like, typical progression will lean towards that, based off what that sounds like. Um, We've mentioned customization in cosmetics a few times now. What are the various ways players earn and unlock customization elements? Chris states, out of the gate, players can get started, uh, can get starting gear and get rewards from the free battle pass track, the paid battle pass track, challenges, skill rewards, event reward tracks, legacy rewards, Halo 5's SR-152, for example. 
and be rewarded for some campaign actions. We have a number of season one giveaways as well. Certain weeks and days will have some significance inside and outside the game. So we've set aside pieces for players to log in and claim. I know you touched on it in our multiplayer overview video, but can you elaborate, elaborate a little more on why our battle pass is going to be different and dare I say better than most out there right now? Ryan states, first and foremost, we're working hard to ensure that the battle pass isn't a grind for players. There it is again. We want it to be a supplemental reward stream for the for the time you are already putting into the game. I, for one, can't stand it when I'm playing a game just to complete the battle pass. It feels like a chore to me. Okay. I like the personal interest in there. On how we're going to be different, we're going player first with our battle passes. All battle passes will be permanent. This means that the season one battle pass will be around forever. You can always go back, select that as your active battle pass, and continue to earn progress in it. If you decide to take a season off, or you simply don't have the time to play, that's fine. You can always go back and purchase any prior battle pass as well. Additionally, our passes will always include various free rewards in addition to the premium track. This goes back to a few pillars of ours. Provide unambiguous value and maintain that player-first focus. Honestly, that's that might be big for them. And if you think about it from like a uh, business standpoint, you might have people who stop playing the game, but buy your battle pass because they know they can get to it at some point. Yes. And they can always go back and buy it later. Um, and for what it's worth, the, the free tiers and premium tiers is basically in every battle pass as well. Like I think Warzone has free along with the paid apex, I think does. Uh, Fortnite we know does Valorant does. So like that's not new, but the fact that you're able to go back and buy previous ones is really cool. Um, we looked at the other title. We looked at other titles where you buy something that provides time limited access to the past. And now you feel obligated to play destiny and basically every other one too. That's not fun. And it's not player first. If you put the trust in us and purchase something from us, it's yours. No strings attached. Halo Waypoint has served as a community hub and an extension of Halo game experiences dating back to 2009. As the team works to build the next iteration, what are your high-level goals and pillars for the site? Eric Dyes states, For our companion app, we're focused on surfacing the features that are nearest to gameplay. As an overall philosophy, we really want the application to cater to all users, but we especially consider those who like to stay connected and engaged both during and after they play. Accessing your Spartan customizations, progression, and gameplay stats are near and dear to all of us as gamers, so allowing these to be accessible within a few taps of a finger should hopefully be pretty fun as we launch Halo Waypoint and Halo Infinite. As another goal, and really this is the case for the entire ecosystem, we want to reduce overall friction and give everyone as much flexibility as possible to get to the content and features they enjoy the most. One of the ways we're doing this is by elevating the app into a platform of sorts. Within the companion, we plan to support not only Halo Infinite, but Halo 5 and all the latest additions to the Master Chief Collection. We'll also be providing access to all the latest news and have plans to experiment with some social features down further down the road so there's still plenty cooking even after launch. It's really a companion app of companion apps that we hope will be your connection to the Halo e ecosystem on mobile. Going back to the earliest days of Halo 2, Halo games have always had additional out-of-game experiences brought to life on the web. 
How will Halo Waypoint help to extend Halo Infinite beyond the game itself? Eric states, Our multiplayer and campaign stats were super important to us. That's definitely still the case today, and for those who were hopping back into MCC for the new seasonal content and to relive their early Halo 2 glory days, we'll be capturing that as well. Players should find we'll be keeping up with a great deal of their performance, but we're also delving into surface gameplay features to both our web and app platforms. Giving players the ability to manage and look, the look and feel of their Spartans and equipment, manage their battle pass progress, and launch consumable items on the fly are just a few ways we're extending gameplay. That makes me believe like double XP tokens that you get from like the monster promotion and shit like that. Yep. Sorry, just hit the mic. Eddie uh, Aries Gatto, again, I apologize if I mispronounced that, states, in terms of Halo Infinite's customization, one of my hobbies is collecting art books and video game merchandise. I'm constantly scouring the internet for information about the latest news and the various franchises and artists that I'm a fan of. Coming from that mentality, one of the main things I focused on when working on its UI was to create a view for our users to be able to quickly parse what items they have versus items they have yet to acquire. Also, with that in mind, providing them a quick way to access information on how to acquire these items. Also, like many people, as much as we like to play nonstop, we have other obligations in our daily lives, so when I'm unable to game, I sometimes like to plan and optimize my next session. Item Inspect, which is interconnected across multiple features of the app, such as progression, customization, and store, is one of the ways I can do so. From this screen, I can favorite an item and learn how to acquire it. And then when I'm able to log in some game time, I have a plan to reach certain collectible goals. That's cool. With Halo Infinite shifting to a live service and launch being just the beginning, how does this impact planning and development for Halo Waypoint? KP states, with the move to Waypoint V next, that's what they're calling this iteration, we plan to continue this level of support not only for Halo Infinite, but we also be extending session support for Halo, uh, season support for Halo the Master Chief Collection enabling you to view your seasonal progress and rewards. All the new game-specific features are super exciting, but Halo Waypoint will also continue to operate as a community hub for the franchise. What types of changes and updates will we see in this regard? CJ Ramos states, One of the things I was honored in creating were the new service rewards. I wanted to make medallions that looked very premium, prestigious, and also very unique to Waypoint. I took design cues from past commendations, medals, and achievements and combined that with my work on the Halo Outpost Discovery medallions. I hope our users love them and have fun collecting them. So it looks like commendations for Waypoint are returning in some way, shape, or another. Badges currently exist. They don't look good, but they're there. And then finally, uh, I wanted to include these two quotes here um, from folks that are working on Infinite, and then we have a statement from Joseph at the end here. So Tales from the Trenches. Quote, one of the many challenges in building a game for simultaneous release on a broad range of hardware is ensuring that all of our content management and engine systems can dynamically scale to make best use of the console or PC without bogging it down. Memory has been a big concern for me, and I'm super proud of what we've managed to accomplish in upgrading our, all our technology to support a much larger game than Halo 5 on the same platform, while also allowing it to breathe and greatly improve its visual quality on newer, more powerful hardware End quote. That's Alexandre David, the principal development lead. The reason why I wanted to include that is because we finally got a, cur a little bit of the curtain pulled back on how they're going to make this function on a base Xbox One. 
Because that's been a concern, right? How the fuck is that going to look and perform, perform on a base console? Yeah. So it's nice to know, like coming from him, that it sounds like things are going as smooth as they can. And then the last quote I wanted to include. Quote, on the narrative tech team, we enable storytellers to create cinematic experiences that will thrill fans and inspire them to believe in the power of heroism. We're also the very first ones who get to see some hilarious bloopers, like the affectionately titled Cowbell Boomerang, that won't make it into the game, but we hope fans will someday get to enjoy. End quote. That's from Jamie Osborne, the narrative tech lead. So the reason why I included that one is because I like how they said, we hope fans will someday get to enjoy it. So I hope that some way, shape, or form, they include this weird shit. Hopefully someone took a cell phone video of a... Oh my God, please. Cowbell boomerang. Yes. I want to know what the fuck that is. All right, and here's the final statement. Heroes old and new. And the reason why I included the last part of this article is because I think it, it again, peels back the curtain a little bit more on the lore behind Halo Infinite's multiplayer. So this is what Joseph states. During the Halo Infinite section of the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase, I said the Master Chief is, quote, the heart of Halo, end quote. This is true, and we can't wait for all of you to play the latest epic and intimate chapter of the Chief's story. But it isn't the whole truth. There's another hero standing beside Master Chief at the very heart of the Halo universe. Some of you have met this hero way back in 2001 with the launch of Halo Combat Evolved. Some of you will meet this hero for the first time this holiday. Because this hero is you. Or rather, they're the character you become every time you step into a Halo multiplayer match. And the next step of their journey begins with the launch of Halo Infinite's first multiplayer season, which we're calling Heroes of Reach. Customizing your character, making your Spartan look and sound exactly the way you want, is a huge part of the journey. So is tracking your triumphs and and setbacks, or interacting with your friends and foes on a new and improved Halo Waypoint. But your journey is more than that. At the center of our plans is a goal to deeply root your multiplayer character in the larger Halo universe and give them a vital, active role in the Halo story moving forward. How exactly we're going to do this is in seasons and years ahead. Well, we're not ready to share details yet. But I can share that we picked Heroes of Reach as a seasonal theme for very specific reasons. Reach has a rich history. It's a key location for Spartans of old and a focal point for a new generation of Spartans preparing to wrestle with the perils and mysteries of a galaxy that has fundamentally changed after the events of Halo 5. Indeed, Halo Infinite's first multiplayer season takes place at a transformational moment in Halo history, at the pivot point from one generation of heroes to the next. In this moment, your multiplayer hero is waiting just offstage, geared up for a battle, and ready to spring into action. And their epic story has yet to be told. So how the fuck are they going to do that? But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Will, that's it for the regular news. It's time for Condom Games Watch! Introducing new design for Xbox monitors, unlocking the true power of HDMI 2.1 on the Xbox Series X and S. I won't read through the article, but I will say this. The Philips Momentum 55-inch monitor and soundbar in one, okay, 
it'll be available worldwide this summer. It's already summer, but uh, for $1,600 US, it is HDMI 2.1, AMD FreeSeq Premium Pro, Display HDR 1000, it's VESA certified. And uh, that's Bowers and Wilkins Audio. So, and Ambiglow Lighting. That's crazy. Over the top. That's crazy. That's all I yeah, can think of is crazy. over the top. Crazy. The Asus Strix Xbox Edition gaming monitor. So the reason why, again, I'm not going to read through these, but they have Xbox modes. They have Xbox picture modes built into the TV. So, you know, like you'd have a game mode. Yeah. There's literally an Xbox mode on these monitors. Okay. So, yeah. So they are 4K 120 hertz, 4K. Yeah. 120 hertz on this one. Yep. They support. The big thing is they support HDMI 2.1, which is, which is more and more difficult to find on a monitor. So really cool to see that these are coming out. Uh, be prepared. They're going to be expensive. Um, the, the Acer Xbox edition gaming monitor, 28 inch will be nine fifty us. Now, again, that's a 4k 120 Hertz monitor. Okay. That's the TVs. Nothing to, oh, they're shit. big enough. They're not monitors or TVs. 28 inch. Oh, 28. Okay. Yeah. That's a 28 inch. Other ones were like 55 inch. Yes. That's inch. a TV. It's a fucking TV. And with an, and a soundbar built in. Yeah, that's yeah. a fucking TV. If but, you're, if you're not, if, if you got a soundbar on your TV and you got your mic playing that shit back, <laughs> you no, you plug in a fucking headset. You plug in a fucking headset. Uh, and then they also talked about an ultra high speed HDMI cable supporting 4K 120. Um, so like the one that comes in the box of your Series X. Um, the Series S might have one as well. I don't know, but 32.8 feet, $65. Yeah. I will say this. The the sticker price is a little shock inducing for that cable. But as somebody who has searched and was only able to find mono price cables that supported HDMI, like full bandwidth HDMI 2.1 at the time. Yeah. That's not that bad of a price. We all know how much it makes, how much it costs to make a cable. Not a lot of money, but a thir- almost a 38 feet cable for $65 that is a, that supports the full bandwidth of 4K 120 that's not bad i'll just say that windows 11 the best windows ever for gaming <laughs> it's by sarah bond of xbox with a high performance nv this okay, so this is important this i did want to include this for a reason with a high performance nvme ssd and the proper drivers Windows 11 can soon load new games faster than ever thanks to a breakthrough technology called direct storage, which we also pioneered as part of the Xbox Velocity architecture featured in the Xbox Series X and S. With direct storage, which will only be available with Windows 11, games can quickly load assets to the graphics card without bogging down the CPU. This means you'll get to experience incredibly detailed game worlds rendered at lightning speeds without long load times. Quote, Direct storage optimized, end quote. Windows 11 PCs are configured with the hardware and drivers needed to enable this amazing experience. So the reason why that's important is because, yes, if you have an SSD in your computer, regardless if it's NVMe or not, like if you just, even if you have a SATA SSD, 
games will load faster than they would on a traditional spinning hard drive. But the SSDs and the technology that is utilizing them in the Series X, S, and the PS5 are genuinely fantastic. Things do load much faster. So seeing that come to Windows 11, as long as you have the proper hardware and the proper drivers, I think that's phenomenal. Love to see that. Games will look better than ever thanks to Auto HDR, a unique capability we're offering with Windows 11, which automatically adds high dynamic range enhancements to games built on DirectX 11 or higher that previously only leveraged standard dynamic range. HDR allows the support a game to render at a much a wider range of brightness values and colors, giving an extra sense of richness and depth to the image. This is another Xbox series of consoles feature. Um, Windows typically has not done well in HDR with games. So I hope this works because it does genuinely work on the series of consoles. So I just hope that this works here. And with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you can also experience Xbox Cloud Gaming on Windows PCs via browser. So even an entry-level device can play the biggest Xbox console titles. And as we've recently announced, we'll add cloud gaming directly into the Xbox app on PC. And it's funny that we say that because literally today, Xbox Cloud Gaming now running on Xbox Series X, expanded PC, and Apple device availability is by Catherine uh, Gluckstein of Xbox. We are creating a future that combines the gaming heritage of Xbox and the power of Azure. A future where we bring high fidelity, immersive games to the 3 billion players around the world. Now we're taking a big step forward to reach the, to reaching that vision. Starting today, Xbox Cloud Gaming is available to all Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members with Windows 10 PCs and Apple phones and tablets via browser across 22 countries. If you're a member and want to become a member, simply go to xbox.com slash play on Microsoft Edge, Chrome, or Safari on your PC or mobile device to start playing hundreds of games from the Xbox Game Pass library. With billions of active Windows 10 PCs, iOS devices, and Android phones, we want you to have new opportunities to play the deepest, most immersive games whenever and wherever you choose. Simply put, bring the Xbox experience directly to the devices you use most. We're also making significant improvements to the overall experience. Xbox Cloud Gaming is now powered by custom Xbox Series X hardware. We've been upgrading Microsoft data centers around the globe with the fastest, most powerful Xbox hardware to give you faster load times, improved frame rates, and an experience of a new generation of gaming. To ensure the lowest latency, highest quality experience across the broadest set of devices, we'll be streaming at 1080p and up to 60fps. Going forward, we'll continue to innovate and add more features to enhance your cloud gaming experience. And I will say this, the Series X framework that they're now using has dramatically increased or decreased load times to get into a game. Comparing the two, it's, it's genuinely different. Cloud gaming provides seamless play across your devices. When you're streaming games on a PC or a mobile device, your game is playing from Xbox hardware in a Microsoft data center. This means you can jump into a game, connect with your friends, and play through the Xbox network just as you've always done. That's right. Your game saves are just the same wherever and whenever you play, so you can pick up right back up from where you left off. So grab your PC and stream Outriders or Doom on your iPad using your save game. Or when you have a free half hour, you can fire up xbox.com slash play and get a game in on MLB The Show 21. Will? 
Um, so yeah, there you go. And the final COD and other games watch piece that we have. Belong Gaming Arenas begin U.S. rollout with Houston location this summer. This is by James Fudge. Great last name. Of the Esports Observer. Vindex-owned esports facilities company Belong Gaming Arenas announced Wednesday that it will open its first esports competition center in Houston, Texas this summer, followed by a rollout in key markets such as Dallas, Columbus, Chicago, and Nashville. Quote, we've really just been getting ready, monitoring the COVID-19 situation, having close conversations with our key partners, and paying special attention to when we feel like it'd be best, it would be safe to start opening arenas, Sepso said. Quote, on top of that, we made a few key hires this year that are critical, but it all goes back to the original announcement about the acquisition that we made last summer and bringing Martin Gibbs on board to oversee the whole international development of the business for us, end quote. Sepso said that Belong chose Houston as its first location because, quote, it's a good market, but the city and the property that we're in, and, uh, in particular for this location, was just kind of the easiest to get open quickly, end quote. Quote, this is already, existing rela- uh, this is already an existing business in the U.K., where there are about 25 locations that are currently operating, Sepso said. Over the past five years of developing the business in the UK, Martin and the team built up this Arena Clash programming function, which connects all the individual locations into one network, effectively an inter-network league program to help determine which of the locations feel the best teams in each game that we manage. What we're doing in the US is obviously connecting the UK and US together in that network, but we're also trying to connect the entire network to professional esports teams and leagues. Everyone on board today has seen the long-term rollout plan and they see the schedule. So we're investing quite a lot of time and capital into making that happen quickly. I think you can see based on the size of those initial partners before we even have our first location open, where our heads are in terms of what level of scale we hope to achieve quickly. Finally, Sepso says that each new location that opens will increase in scale and size as they roll out across the US and that the Columbus Arena, home to eSports Engine, will serve as a testing ground for the company's future innovations. Ultimately, the goal, according to Sepso, is to use Vindex-owned resources, facilities, esports infrastructure building, broadcasting capabilities, etc., to help facilitate both grassroots and professional esports competition in the U.S. Quote, I'm dreaming about being able to do this for a decade and a half, and I feel incredibly confident and excited about the first opening, but also just the full plan of how big we're going to go with it. We've been planning and building for a long time across the Vindex management team, with Sundance D. Giovanni's input, the Esports Engine Management Group, and a number of people on the Belong team that started with us back at MLG. Will? Yeah. That's it for Cod and Other Games Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures with the Nailers! Hello, Games 2! Will, what you play last week? <laughs> All right. Um, I finished Cyberpunk 2077. You finished the story, huh? The main story, yep. Well, this is going to sound stupid. Don't spoil it for me, but what would you think? I don't know what to think about it. Was it good? Could have been better. Could have been okay. a lot worse. Oh, bring uh, it back that line. Um. You know, it's it would have been more impactful had I not stopped playing the game. Sure, because there is a there's a there's a sequence of events that you do along the main storyline, and yep. 
if all that would have been f- more fresh in my mind. Would have been more impactful. Would have been more impactful. Okay. I will say you might have more options than I did at the end if you do more. Which Outs- I have been. Which outside of the... Uh, because, yeah, uh, your your voice, voice lines and decisions do make an impact in the end. Okay. That's good to know. So you, it, sometimes things might not seem like, oh, what the fuck? Was, is that, there's, there's some things that make that make a difference. Okay. Um, gosh. I'm happy with the outcome, I guess. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Are you going to go back to it or no? No, I don't know. I don't know Ooh. if it's worth it. That game. Okay. I don't blame you. The side shit that I've been doing has been pointless. A lot of it is. A lot yeah. of it really is. Um. Yeah, it's. If Cyberpunk would have not touted itself as an open world game and made a linear story in that setting. Probably would have been better. Probably would have been a lot better. But they, they missed on a lot of aspects. Actually, I won't even say probably. I would say, yes, you're right. I think it'd be better. Yeah. Because uh, the, the open world, while dense, there's nothing meaningful to do. Yeah. And there's not a lot of, like, interaction with the open world around you. It's just mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, there's a lot of things in that game that I wish made a difference. But they just don't. Yep. And... Just go play The Witcher 3 instead. <laughs> yeah. That game fucks. <laughs> you, talk about, you talk about a, a, an RPG that fucks. The Witcher 3 fucks. It was never for me. I couldn't get into it. It's okay. It's not for everybody. But if you play with mods on PC, that game fucks <laughs> hard. So, yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk 2027. 2020, 2077. 2020, 2077. 2077. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's their next game that they're making. Maybe. Um, what else do you play? Uh, hit the Sea of Thieves with Justin last Monday. Yes. Or Tuesday. Did you get to the content? Uh, no, we did not get to any of the Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow! Content. I more gave Justin an introduction to the game. Sure. May have crashed the boat a few times. What do you? Hey, you got to learn somehow, right? He joined me in my tradition, which uh, you guys will learn about if you play with me. The way to end the game is it? Is it leave a leave a valuable item on a ground islands away, and then forgetting that you don't have an inventory, and then having <laughs> to go all the way back there and hope that it's still there? <laughs> no, it's not that. Okay. Know. Just making sure well, it's just, not that specific I, uh, thing that I started, I've done. I started, so they have, I'll, I'll just tell everyone, they yeah. have firebombs in the... Oh, do you blow up your ship at the end? Well, you set it on fire. Yeah. You let go of the wheel, and you just, just ride into the wind with the freaking <sighs> ship ablazing, and you play music until it sinks. But that's Viking great. funeral for the boat. That's you know? great. And every you, night. <laughs> yeah, every night. It might, sometimes it's, t- it's taken me, like, if you don't hit anything, I kind of have to, like... I'm going to aim for this so that it's... Oh, damage. sure. So it speeds things up a yeah, little some bit. damage gets to the boat. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you just... I just sit there and play music on my way out. Do you play the somber one, too? There's a few. There's new There's new ones. Ooh, so there's some good ones. I like new for shit. It. And yeah. they made it more... Um, the new ones have more of uh, the arrangements involved, right? Ooh, okay. The more instruments, instruments you have, the 
better. Oh my God. It actually makes a difference. Huge difference. I can be in for that. Um, and I believe you can just do the Disney content in one like thing. You don't have to go open world or anything like that. Okay. Um, so I know you were teetering on being interested in redownloading. So yeah. Yep. I don't know. Everything but that I've seen so far looks interesting. Maddie has it downloaded. Justin does. You could be our fourth. I think Dom has it too. Yes, Dom's Dom's huge, and he he's done well, way more than yeah, I have. He has been. He he dropped off. He said he only plays when other people are playing. Like sure. He, he won't he won't jump in otherwise. Sure. So maybe I'll give that a little download. Yeah. Um, played some Valorant, as always. That was that is a game where I feel like I need to get on at least, um, three times a week to finish the battle pass. Okay. Month. Uh, you have weekly now. You you do you feel compelled to finish the battle pass or does it feel like a grind? This gets back to the thing we were talking right, right, about right, earlier. Right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's yeah. Uh, let's dive into that. Yeah. Um, it does feel like a bit of a grind at times to finish it. Okay. Um, now, knowing that the battle pass is ten bucks, all the skins and sprays you get from it, like you could, you would probably pay ten bucks for like the first skin you get on exact the battle pass anyway. So fucking expensive. In so that it's game. like you almost get the value of it, but then like you're. When, but then I think about it, I'm like, man, I'm leaving so much other value on the table if I don't finish it. Right. I do like, because I looked at the battle pass. I do like the skin set that they have in this one. Yeah. I, I, I like the, the aesthetic and they, a they, lot. They finally had a shorty skin. So now I'm all, I have all skins. Do I still need a shorty skin? Did I get one? No, you bought one. I'm pretty sure you did. I was here. <laughs> I wouldn't um, be surprised. <laughs> so yeah, but, um, breeze is now in ranked. Oh yeah. I, yep. Yep. How uh, do you feel that's been going? Better at times. Okay. Um, They've obviously made tweaks to it. Like they fixed some sight lines, I think. Yeah. And there was a huge patch that came out that nerfed a shit ton of characters and increased prices on abilities, yep. weapons. Well, weapons are cheaper now. Like the op is no longer five. Oh, that's it's right. Forty-seven fifty. It's weird. the The eco is weird now. Oh, it's gotta um, be. Yeah. And it's gonna it takes a little adjustment. Yep. Um. I've been playing as other characters too. I've taken Rays a few times, uh, Ooh. Sage. Ooh. Uh, doing, switching it up, changing it up a little bit. I like it. Um, the new agent, KO. Yeah, KO. Not as useful as you'd think. Huh. Like his alt is good because if they're coming at you, they, then they can't use their abilities. I've heard pros say that if, if that motherfucker isn't nerfed right away, like they can just see it being nerfed immediately. Oh, sure. Like a few of its, a couple of its abilities. I guess maybe, you, yeah, you just have to learn to play him properly and I'm playing at lower ranks. So, you know, that, uh. everybody's just trying to get their bearings with him. Yeah, maybe. Um, but his suppression knife, mm -hmm. like a lot of people just throw it right away, which is nice because then other people can't use your, like if you hit, if you like you throw it and you know, people are in a main, you can see if everyone's there, a few people are there, you, you, you know, right. I can see it being really, because I saw, I literally saw a clip of it. Uh, the map with, I, I can't believe I'm forgetting the name of it. I don't think it's bind, but Teleporters? no, um, the map with like the, the shit floating in the sky. Ascent. Ascent. Thank you. Uh, the a push on that 
because I saw a clip of it happening. I'm like, it, it makes so much sense that if you're defending, you use it right away. If they're making an A push immediately yep. and you get all of them right off the rip, they're, you're fucked. Yeah, you just collapse. Yeah, it's you just rotate hard. That's crazy. Which makes, makes, but that's the thing though. It makes more teams have to play like a default setup 2A, 2B, 1 mid. Yeah. Or something to that and effect. And we've seen in so much pro play that it's everyone on one site at the same time. And when you pick a site, you basically commit to that site. Yeah. I, there's rare get, time I see somebody rotate. If you, if you get stonewalled, yeah, then you rotate, but yeah. you have to get, send someone to get control of mid, the crossings. Right, so I kind of like how it potentially makes it so you have to split apart. I think that's what the idea was behind KO is give them some opposition. I like that. Um, now, he's got flashbangs, grenades, so he can really screw a, a team. quote-unquote molly. Yeah. So he can really screw a team if you get him in the knife, flashbang mm-hmm. the corner, you know, it he he's useful. Um, I just maybe haven't seen him used properly. Sure. And it's tough, like, I don't know. And he's um, not. The problem I'm running into is the people that are playing him often don't have mics. And that's, you need communication with that. You're an information gathering player. You need to play with the mic. The I'm game's sorry. all about communication. You're yeah. fine. You're fine. The game's all about communication. So. And the other thing, too, is that I think it was confirmed that he's not going to be in uh, competitive right. play. Ranked play, got it. Well, I don't know about ranked, but I'm oh, talking no, like he's specifically competitive, competitive play. Like Valorant. Yes, VCT. VCT, yep. Yeah, challengers yep, yep, yep. and that's whatnot. What, that's, what I would, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I lo- the last... I've had few, a few ranked games where I'm just shaking my head. We were up 7-0 on a team on split and lost... Um, the last... <sighs> Sometimes It happens, though, man. Yeah, yeah. We were... It, yeah. Um, I hate, I've noticed I've done it too a few times, but I hate when people get skin hungry in the middle of a round. Like I have, I have, you know, I have glitch pop fucking vandal, right? Which it looks dope. It does look dope. Yeah. But we're in the middle of a gunfight and instead of like our teammate will just go, Oh, what's that gun? And die. You know, I'm, I'm focus on the engagement (laughs) when you win the round. Yeah. Pick it up. Pick it up. Um, yeah, I just need to play with people again because solo que- I've been solo queuing for a long time now. Yeah. No one's on anymore. Hey. So, all what? by myself. Don't want to be. Come on. Come on. Y'all left me out there dry. We're all in it. We're all playing. We got a whole fucking Discord group together. Hey. And I'm the only one still grinding, bitches. You know what? <laughs> All I got to say is, we're all in this together. <laughs> There's a little high school musical reference for yeah. everybody out there. Maddie, does that count as a movie reference? <laughs> a Disney Channel movie? Um, No, when I say what I played, I, I'll have time now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I've been wanting to get back on. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm having a lot of fun. I just need... Team, teammates have been teamwork. Like, it makes the dream work. Yeah, and like there's there's so many kids I'm running into that I'm just like shut the fuck up. Shut that says I'd be down, but I'm trash, so it wouldn't be <laughs> much help. It's okay, Dave is too, so don't worry about it. Dave, Dave is I'm better kidding. than all of us. I'm kidding. Most of us. I'm kidding. I put Zarners up there pretty high. Zarners is a beast. I love Zarn. Silos. Yep, we need Silos and uh, Slim. Yeah. Slim. Yeah. We need them in there. Slim's the hard carry. Yes, he is. Like we, we we think you know Dave 
Zarn, Silos, we think they're carries, and then Slim comes in. It's like, oh, he's good. Okay. I also got to give some shit to Joe, Mr. Nar- uh, narcotic Narwhal out there. Because Joe, man, this is for you. He's he has days where he's on. Yeah. And he has days where he's just off. Not. That's me. That's me. But, I have more way more like, days off than on. I, I want to. I don't know how to. To like, I kind of like want to coach him, so to speak, because sure. he's good, but he's good up into a certain level. Okay. Like, if it makes sense, like this, like yeah, like he he, he hit a ceiling. He pushes out sometimes when he shouldn't. He flanks. He doesn't wait for teammates to arrive. He just goes in on it. That's him in Battle Royale games, too. Right. (laughs) He just fucking goes. Like, sure, bronze one, bronze two, that works. But once we get to, like, there's bronze three, you have to, you got to hold down sights. You got to play a little. The fact that there's a disparity between bronze two and three. Like, that's. Well, yeah, well, once you get bronze three, like, when I got there once, and then you like, get some silvers. You get silver ones and twos, and those aren't bad. They're not, not at all. No. Um, when you think about it, like it's the the whole ranking system is weird, where your majority of your players are iron, bronze, and silver. I was gonna say radiant, and um, what's the one right below radiant? There's, um, no, there's radiant, and then there's uh, what's the top one? Um, Valorant. That's like, oh, that's like the top person, isn't it? That's the number is one it? person. Oh, uh, maybe there's Radiant and then uh, like Diamond. Either way, the, the top two are like an exponentially small number, like small percentage of players. Like yeah. It's crazy how small the percentage of players are at that top rank. So when, you're, top get, two. when you're getting to the Golden Diamonds. Immortal. Immortal, that's it. Nice. nice Thanks. Work. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. Me either. <laughs> so like, I, was, yeah, I was picturing the emblem in my head. It's, but, like, it's like red with the white? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. So when you get to like gold and diamond, those are like, your almost like your diamond, like high diamond and onyx players. Right? Oh no, it's onyx and champ players easily. So what, but once you get to immortal and up, that's, that's just like champ five champ. through one. Right. <laughs> so yeah, there's so much like there being a skill gap between bronze two and three is a thing. Right. Best says. Uh, that's how I am. I'm good up until a certain level. And by that, I mean, I'm a beast against bots in the shooting range. But once I get in the game, I can't hit the broad side of a barn. It's okay. It, it's, it's, it's weird how people act in games too. Like you can never. Yeah. I just, just don't, I don't know. Yeah. Just people are weird. Yep. So anyway, um, and then my last game on breeze, we were dominating until a player left and we went down four or five I fuck. and then we ended up losing like, uh, 11 to, to, thir- to 12 or 13, 11, 13. It was so close. Even four, four against five. And we, we would, if we had the, the player that left was four and four, it's not like they were doing bad. Right. And they were a jet, a duelist. Like we needed that player. Yeah, you need the extra firepower on that. So I love how I, I said it before. I like how Valorant compensates for having one less person on your team. You get more ego. You get the, 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 uh, Alt point, po- point once every round, right? Yeah. The, right where your spawn is. So like there, I like how they counteract it. It just fucking sucks when you go down someone. Right. And when you look at strategy, like when you're up a player, you know, you can send an extra person to push and right. take two on ones and just yep. all you have to do at that point is trade out. You don't necessarily have to outsmart your opponent. You just have to trade out. Mm-hmm. It just sucks. You got to get yours. Yeah. So anyway, um, Valorant. Yes. Yeah. Still fun. I still enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I played some Escape from Tarkov. You got back on that. Kinda. Oh, shit. Okay. 
I didn't do any real raids. I just, uh, I loaded up my kit because there's an event going on right now in Tarkov okay. where yeah. um, all the bosses from all the different maps are spawning on one map. Okay. And it's created, well, probably hectic, isn't it? Yeah, it's created some fun challenges. Some streamers are, you know, oh, can I kill all five bosses? Uh, Dr. Lupo is doing viewer kits right now. So a viewer will load into the game with him on his team. Dr. Lupo will load in basically what they call naked with just his knife, kill the viewer, take all of his gear and see if he can kill all five bosses with the viewer's gear. That's cool. Okay. So and he's got a little challenge. Yeah. He's got a little chart on the side of his, uh, and basically if he gets no kills, he just makes fun of the viewer. Like, Oh, that was such a trash kit. Like, why would you even, (laughs) why would you do? Well, you you know that, you know that players are going to run in with shitty kits just to give them shit. Right. There have been some meme kits. Like one was beautiful. There was like five fucking flashlights on the side. There was a site with a site in front of it with another stack site with a site on top of it. Like, just meme gun all around. It's Little hilarious. Sites. Yeah. You can see everything. All of it. So so many sites. So, yeah, um, watching that was just like, man, I haven't played in a while. And then they're, they're I think they're going to implement it, but I don't think it's in the game now. Okay. Where if you don't play, your skills degrade that you've gained up. Ooh. Because, like, that's, you know, if you're a soldier. If Realistic. You stop, yeah. You, yeah, they're, they're trying to make it real. But if you don't work out, you get fat. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from personal experience. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, anyway, I saw all those streamers having fun on it again. I loaded it up. I did an offline raid, which means it doesn't count. You get to keep all your gear at the end of it. And I just okay. went and killed a bunch of scavs. And I, I found more enjoyment in that than I have actually playing the game at times. Like, just running around a map, not caring. Yes. I just need to say real quick that my last statement on if you don't work out, you get fat. That's not factually true. So don't like fucking a don't come at me for that shit. And B that's not how that works. Okay. Sorry. I just wanted to make like, I don't want people to be <laughs> upset. Like, Oh, he fucking called me fat. No, I didn't. I didn't. I also didn't call us fat for the record. Because if people saw us be like, you're not fucking fat. It's like, I know. I I'm not in I'm shape. In, I would say I'm in shape. No, yeah. we're not in shape. But we we're are not, shapes. <laughs> we're, we're twigs, but we're yeah. not. We're not in shape. We're not. I'm not as active as I should be. I should work out more. I mean, I got a I got a, a Planet Fitness black card, which means I can bring someone with me. Any if, Ooh. I, if you want to come in every time, everyone. Ooh, you know, some, we can, black card. Yeah, we can do some gym nights. Get buff. Get Fucking, swole, get swole, bro. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Let's start taking protein powder. I got some. I got some eat I, it. I got some. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's say I got some I'm whey. I, I ordered some whey protein. Which is, oh, I've been meaning to go. I just I'm, all day whey. I'll no. Uh, Bring I, back I, that old meme. Do you know the way? Um, <laughs> oh my God. I played some rock band. I was it Friday night, Saturday? No. This was literally, I had a wedding to go to this last Saturday. You did, yep. I'm like, I'm going to game. I'm going to get my game in before we leave. I'm going to get my game on? Yeah, so I played some, I played I played rock band because like Vicky was getting ready, you know, took a long time to do makeup and hair and all that. Women, am I right? <laughs> but I'm like, it'll literally take me 10 minutes to throw on my dress shirt and pants. Right, like, but we don't have, come on. Right, no, I know. Uh, yeah. I know, I'm just saying, I had that extra time while she was getting ready. Sure. I'm like, I'm going to sing, sing some rock band. <laughs> so I played rock band, sung my heart out while she was getting ready over there. You were serenading her uh, while she was getting ready. Well, she had her AirPods in. Well, fuck. Listening to podcasts. She, so you're saying she, she didn't want to hear your blissful voice. Right. I mean, it's, What it's, the it's, fuck? It's, it's wonderful and the best voice you'll ever hear. 
I, I don't show anyone because it's a privilege. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go, I got a question to ask you. Know, Catalina gonna... wine mixer. Oh, my God. I'm going to ask you on our show live right now. Is there a dress code for the guys for your shindig in, in August? August? I don't know. You have to find out. Vicky, Vicky said, wear what's comfortable on the cards. But I might, I might still put on dress slacks, tie, and a shirt. Okay, so let us know what we need to wear. Okay. Because I don't know what I, I need to wear. Either. I don't either. Oh, my God. I'm going to fucking show up in jorts. Yes. I don't own a pair of jean shorts. I'm never going to wear jean <laughs> shorts. But I fucking know. I just, because I was thinking about it. I filled out the the song request card, by the way. I'm going to mm. send that with you tonight. It's either... Oh, my God. Will Party you? in the USA. Fuck! Yeah, is that yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. Yes! That's it. So, Natana... Yes. Natana... Good job, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Natana and I, we had, like, a little argument. And mm. I'm like, I don't want none of your poppy-ass KDWB shit on, on there. She's like, well, you pick then. And I never wrote anything down. And so I grabbed it today... And I flipped over, I'm like, oh my God, we never picked a song. And I didn't even tell her. And so I just wrote it down. I'm like, I'm guaranteed you're already going to have Dancing Queen in the playlist because Vicky sent me that video. So I can't pick Dancing Queen. Although I love Dancing Queen. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. What song gets my gets me jamming? Fucking Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. yeah. Fucking gets me jazzed. I get fucking hard listening to that song. You know, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't, but that song's awesome. Anybody who shits on party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what I'll say. That song. I mean, everyone's a bop. got their own opinion. That song's yeah. a fucking bop. So yeah. Good job. I just like, it was, I was going to say it's either that or something. Abba. Oh yeah. Um, Was it Take a Chance on Me? Take a Chance, Take a, take a Chance. It's a great song, That's a good too. One. That's a good oh one. Oh, my God. You know, I first heard that song, song um, when I was a teenager. So my neighbor worked for um, Southwest Airlines, an airline. Okay. And he was like a head mechanic. Oh, Like, they would nice. fly him around the world to fix planes type of, type of mechanic. And he always sometimes got to walk on the plane first and take things that people left behind. So I can't tell you how many Game Boys and oh poor kids uh, or adults or adults Game Boys um, are dope and the like I didn't get an iPod right away when they were a hit but I yeah. got a fucking MP3 player off a plane that he brought and it had like fifteen hundred songs on it and like it was so a- what Will is saying to the person whose MP3 player that was Will thanks you yeah I learned about ABBA. <laughs> I learned about Jason Mraz. Oh God. There was like, uh, there was a, just a ton of stuff, stuff I never heard before. You I say just, like Alanis Morissette. I have no shit. idea. I don't even remember. Don't, I remember those two songs. The, uh, take a chance on, take me. a chance on me. They had, uh, the, um, the one Jason Mraz song that was like his first hit. Um, I have to look up Jason Mraz. Cause I, like, I know, a fucking fedora ass shit. <laughs> Good lord. I could sing it, but I don't know the name of the song. The Remedy? That's it. It's a good song, too. That's the... But yeah. 
It's a good song. Oh, I'm Yours. Of course, that's one of his songs. Mm-hmm. Jason Mraz. There you go. His fucking fedora. <laughs> that is a fedora, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of? Is it? Is it? I don't know. What what type of hat is that? Maybe okay, that's not a fedora. What type of hat is that? Okay, we got uh, we have Google. Jason Mraz hat. It is a fedora. It's just a fedora? Right? Yeah. It's a fedora. I was I was right. Are we just used to like seeing like the pop stars who have the brim bent up? Yes. Maybe that's it. Yes. No, he's wearing legit fedoras, so good for you, Jason. Coconut fedora hat. Yeah, I have nothing else to... Anyway, uh, should we move on? Josh, what did you play this week? So I saw (laughs) F9. Yeah, thanks for uh, letting me know. Did you want to see it? I do want to see it! fuck, okay! (laughs) God, I'm sorry! (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) I still need to see it. Uh... Is it as ridiculous as I'll I'll see it again. Let me just say that. Uh, yeah. So, okay. You know me. I love this franchise. Love it. Mm-hmm. I'm the person who's crazy and says that Tokyo Drift is the best Fast and the Furious movie. It's uh, for what it's worth. It is the last one that was actually about the racing. Yeah. Kind. Yeah. It was. It was the last one before things got crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So F9, I'm not spoiling. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will say this. It is right there for me with Tokyo drift as in my favorite. I'm not just saying that because it came out, but I'm saying that for very specific reasons related to Tokyo drift. Han, okay. Han not being one of them. And okay. I love Han. Was the white kid back? Oh, he's back. I knew they were going to bring him back at some point. Okay. Yeah, we got to go. It's, it's not just him. The girl too? No. Oh. I thought she was going to show up, but she wasn't there. Okay. Twink's back. <laughs> Bow wow. <laughs> All right. He got All a right. little bigger too. <laughs> okay. Let's just say he's a little bow wow. <laughs> Dude, I'm not kidding when I say the amount of callbacks to previous entries in the series, they really it's so good. It's so good. They they brought it all back. They brought everyone back. Okay. It's phenomenal. We'll see. We'll see. I I loved every second of it. The end credit scene, because you best believe there's an end credit scene, sets it up for another one. And, beep, 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 oh, wait, no. Also, the, also the MLG air horn thing. But breaking news, Vin Diesel has stated that production or, like, uh, filming for Fast 10 um, is starting soon. And this is the last two. Because F9 was the start of a new trilogy. This is the last two for the franchise. He said that. Yeah. And it's going to be a two-parter. Oh. Okay. And he also said in an interview with Drive Tribe 
which is the uh, YouTube channel that has like, that was created by Jeremy Clarkson, um, Richard Hammond and Oh my God. Why am I forgetting James may uh, and ran by other people, but created by them in an interview with drive tribe. Vin Diesel said that uh, electric vehicles will have like a prominent role in F 10. Interesting. So yeah, I'm fucking stoked, man. Holy moly. Are we getting evil robot cars? Hell fight them. We had magnets in space in this one. You know, where else could we go? Who the fuck knows? We're going to Mars, baby. And before anyone gets mad, that was already in the trailer. Correct. That was spoiling nothing. The Um, only thing that I guess I, I'm sorry, Will, because you get, you, you made me do it. The thing we did spoil is that the white dude from Tokyo (laughs) drift is in and twink from Tokyo drift is in F9. That's all I'll say though. It was, it was so good though. Holy shit, dude. Oh, I'll see it again. Like I said, first movie theater experience since pre COVID. Yeah. Um, and guess what? I love the movie theater, but I fucking hate the movie theater Yeah, because of course my first time fucking back. You have kids messing it up. Nope. Oh, adults, adults talked the whole time. Did you be like, Hey, can you not? Nope. Because I'm, I'm dumb. Did you, I don't like confrontation. Did you go to the, uh, one where that's very strict or did you go to the one further out? I did not go to Alamo. I went to, I went to, um, a Marcus theater closer to here actually. Okay. So I did not go to our normal one. Gotcha. Yep. Mm. Um, the one here is actually much closer than the other one and has the dream loungers and everything too. We saw it on the DLX screen. Nice. So it was, it was great that way and definitely missed the popcorn. Um, but yeah, I, it's funny how the, the one time I'm back after a year, over a year, and of course somebody had to fucking ruin it like that. So, like, Hey, have you, uh, have you not been to a theater before? Right. And this is why I'm such a huge, uh, no, I, I get it. Like there's, don't get me wrong. Like I completely understand that there's jobs at risk and, like a lot of money that's missed out when game when games, when movies come to like streaming services instead of going to a theater and with COVID happening and everything, I completely understand that from a personal standpoint, there's something that I really enjoy of just being able to rent a streamable film that just came out in theaters and just watch it in the comfort of my own home. Yes. It's not on the big screen. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. And yes, I'm not getting the experience of being in a theater, but it's just the not having to deal with anybody else, not having to deal with that uncertainty when entering the theater. You don't know the type of experience you're going to have. Just watch it on my own time. I really enjoyed that. So, but I was happy to go back for what it's worth. And the movie was very, very good. Okay. I'm not just saying that as a Fast and the Furious fan. It, there were so many perfect callbacks. And there... Will there callbacks in F9 that you're going to be like, holy shit, they did that? It's it's that crazy. All right. And then the the game that I played, like the, really the only game I played was Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart because I said that I wanted to devote this weekend or try to devote this weekend to completing the game. So I was at 78% going into the weekend and... I finally beat the game 
I 100%ed the game with collectibles, everything, which also meant that it was my first ever platinum trophy. Platinum trophies are like our PlayStation's equivalent to Xbox's achievements. Trophies, I mean, and platinum is you get every other trophy in the game and you get the platinum. This is the first ever platinum I've ever gotten. And typically platinums, some platinums can be much more difficult to get than others. I will say this. The thing that I love about, I loved this game through and through. I really did. Top game of the year contender for me right now. But what I will say is there are gold bolts that you can get throughout the game, which unlock cheats. Now, a lot of these are like, oh, uh, video filters. So like you can have it be like a Mars theme or a retro theme or whatever. A lot of them are kind of like that or like big head mode, or you can change the skin of your weapons or your, your wrench, your hammer, whatever it is. Right. Stuff like that. But there are some and you can, and they goes by sequence. So regardless of where you get the gold bolt, it depends on how many you get. Sure. So the last two unlocks are, um, we know the, the last three unlocks are in sequence, unlimited health, unlimited ammo, and gold weapon skins. The best part about these cheats is that they don't disable trophy support. Oh. So now granted, that unlimited health and unlimited ammo, you get at the very end of the game. Yeah. Like the last planet that you're on, the last section that you're on, that's how you get them. So you're not running through the game with these, okay? But it makes the very end so much easier. And if you get all the collectibles, there's a collectible called a spy bot. And if you get all the spy bots in the game, there's one per planet. If you get them all, then you can buy the best weapon in the game, which is called the Rhino 5, I think. But uh, what that does is it's really, really cool. It creates, because this whole game is about other dimensions, right? It opens up a rift and it brings in an asset from a different PlayStation game. And you see it for a split second. And so there's like stuff from horizon zero Dawn that pops in. There's stuff from uncharted that pops in Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper, a bunch of stuff that pops in. Um, and it causes a huge explosion. It causes a lot of damage. So if you get those, you can buy the gun for zero money and with unlimited ammo, the final boss is an absolute joke, but I didn't care because it, it just, it, it made the, it made it so much more enjoyable to go for the last couple trophies that I needed. So the game's phenomenal. If you have a PlayStation five, I'm going to say this and I've said it before. If you have a PlayStation five, you need to play this game. This is the first, in my opinion, true next gen title that really takes advantage of the hardware um, down to the SSD as well. Like load times are basically non-existent. The, the things that they're able to do with the SSD in this game is remarkable. And it really does look like a Pixar movie. It's insane. Um, yeah, my first ever platinum. I'm really happy about it. So Beth says same. I really don't need the theater experience. I'd rather be able to watch at home. Pause if I need to, without missing anything, et cetera, and not have to deal with people behind you. That's what I wish. Um, yeah, that's all I played. Will, it's time for some shout outs. 
I would say shout out to everyone who joined the community play date, but we didn't have one because MCC was being a shitter. And uh, Halo 5 is Halo 5. So with your wife's birthday coming up, we're not going to be having a play date on Friday this week, but I'm thinking about doing one on Thursday. So stay tuned. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We had Tommy Westside, uh, M. Trimble, probably mispronounced that, I apologize, Delta Novo, KR Snooze, and Halo Creation, all with the follows. Thank you all very much. And then High Tech Redneck and Davey Wavy with the 14th month resubs, both. Thank you both very much for the resubs. Greatly appreciated. Happy belated birthday to Adam Apicella and Walshy. And happy birthday today to the Master Chief himself, Steve Downs. Community creations, Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash Halo, forward slash R forward slash Halo memes. Check that out. I fucked that up. I'm sorry. Clips of the week number 111 by High Tech Redneck. Go check out that video. This is the Halo CE thing that I was talking about where it's praise. Halo CE NHE training mode. This is by Vengeful Vadam over on Twitter. And I quote, Infinite's Academy is going to be a great way to teach newcomers how to play Halo. But if there's a game that could use an Academy, it's Halo 1. NHE introduces a training mode that shows random zones uh, shown in the Black Shadows, spawn points, and weapon and power-up spawns and timers. So if you really want to understand how fucked the spawn system is in Halo 1, check that out. But no, it's really good that there's tools like that available. And then finally, uh, Elik... Apologize for mispronounce that. And Ishii, Last Train Home Dueltage. Check out that video in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Exclamation point show notes in chat. And if you're listening to the audio version of the show or watching the VOD, it'll be included in the relative descriptions link for you. Um, or crawling over to you to go to the bathroom every five minutes. Oh my God. I fucking... Right? That's now that's another rant for another day. Well, that's all I got. Would you mind plugging the show? Find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify, and others as well. Pocket Cass! Uh, join the Discord. Links provided in the Google Doc and show notes of the show. We have our Xbox Club and Spartan Company, but don't. Uh, we have socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and our Twitch channel here. Search for HGS Pro Talk. We have our own website with a link to our merch. Unlike noobcombo.com. We actually have some. Uh, working on some things with that. Stay tuned. And then, uh, of course, don't forget the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved, your home for Halo. Halopodcast.com. They have lore, missions, books, blocks, and top Halo news stories as well. Please don't forget to check out the fine folks over there. Do it up. Josh, any uh, closing statements? Um... Turo says, great show, boys. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank you. My closing statement for this episode is, to all the people out there who may be thinking Arby's, don't. Get Taco Bell instead. To all the people out there who would rather prefer Taco John's, Potato Olazo. That notwithstanding. 
You know who you are. Trevor. Oh, no. Jordan. Don't. Is there is there something going on I don't know about? On Twitter. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Trevor tweeted out something about, like, wanting Taco John. Wait, no. I think he replied or retweeted a Taco Bell tweet and then talked about Taco John's. Yeah. Yeah, and I I'm did like, see that. And I'm like, nah, fuck you. Taco John. I mean, Taco Bell's the way to go. And then Jordan chimed in. He's like, no, Taco John. So I'm like, no, Taco Bell. So. Episode 50 for those who are interested. Oh, my God. So to all. Oh, yeah, that's our review show of Taco Bell. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. We, there was not a lot You're of Halo. Just on the fucking ball with this. I love it. Oh, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we, we need to do a follow up. But uh, in all seriousness, for those out there who are thinking about getting Taco John's don't get Taco Bell instead. The reason why I say this is because along with my closing statement, I'm thinking about going and getting some Taco Bell after this right now. I'm hungry. You guys not do dinner. Oh, we did. Oh, I was just hungry. All righty then. And then also Dr. Disrespect is apparently in game five of the Western Conference Finals right now. He's in the crowd. He's at He's at the Phoenix Sun Clippers game. He's just chilling. He's nice. There. Let's there. go. <laughs> Lil Wayne's there too. That's awesome. <laughs> but who gives a fuck about Lil Wayne? He's a Packers fan. Nobody needs him. <laughs> just kidding. You can like the Packers. It's all good. So he wants fourth meal. Yeah. I do. I mean, I'm hungry myself. Do you want to go get Taco Bell? I don't know. I gotta get to bed, man. I mean, I, it's up to you. Maybe, maybe. Obviously, we'd just be running through the drive-through. We wouldn't be oh, going in. To go in. I, I don't think they'd be open though. We're, we're busting open. No, we're fucking just getting in there. Oh. I'm good with that. All um, right. Oh, what is that? What's the score right now? 60 to 61 partway through the third. Okay. Still got a good amount of game to go there. I might watch that too. Be up late that late, late, late that tonight. Oh, that's the closing statement that I have. Get Taco Bell. Not an ad. Hashtag not an ad. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. <laughs> Whoops. Will just like face planted into the fucking microphone. I don't know what that was. That's what that was. Oh, that was what that was. Perfect. I'm out. Jesus. Uh, ladies and gentlemen who are tuning in live, thank you so much for watching live. We greatly appreciate it. We hope you guys had a good time. Turo, thank you for uh, hanging out with us. Your first time here. Happy to see you catch it live as well. To all the new people who jumped in with the follows and the subs and just wanted to hang out. Thank you all very much as well. It's greatly appreciated. Um, to everybody who is listening to the audio version of the show, you know, we'd love to have you stop by the live show if you haven't already, but we still appreciate you nonetheless. We hope you enjoy your week. We hope you enjoy the time on uh, listening to the show, and we hope we uh, break up the monotony that happens in the normal day-to-day, if you know what I'm saying. And then to all those who are watching the VOD, hey, how's it going? The reason why I said it that way is because I'm looking at you through the camera, so you might be looking at me through your screen. Hey, get Taco Bell, all right? Sweet. Um, 
Duro says, it was awesome, guys. Thank you. I'll still listen to the pod. Oh, you're still sweet, man. Fucking A. And don't worry. We'll have we'll do a tournament eventually. Okay? Keep it in there. Keep it in the mind. We'll do one eventually. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 189 of the show. We'll be back next week to talk about who the fuck knows what. But it's going to be a fun time. You know why? Because we're all in this together. We'll catch you next week, but until then, bye-bye!